The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I'm sure many of you will have a view on our very next item because it is the teaching of history in schools. So this has been looked at today by the Council of Europe. They've released a report. They examined the way history is taught across several different European countries, 17 to be precise, and Ireland amongst them. Carl O'Brien is the education editor with the Irish Times and he's been pouring through the detail of this so you don't have to. So Carl, what is this report and what does it say? Yeah, well, this is a Council of Europe report, as you said, and really the big picture here is they're emphasising that history matters, not just knowledge of the past for its own sake, because history is now maybe more importantly than ever crucial for developing young people's analytical, critical thinking skills at a time when we have huge amounts of disinformation, you know, swirling around on social media and elsewhere. So that's the big picture. Then in terms of how it's being taught, well, they've looked at everything here. You know, they've looked at um, what themes are covered in the classroom, what the learning outcomes are, and how students are being assessed. And I guess one finding that does jump out is that Ireland, like many other countries, has a very prominent role for history and the curriculum, it's 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 uh, mandatory now up until junior cycle, all the way from primary up to junior cycle. So um, so that's where it is uh, compulsory. Uh, many other countries do that as well, but but there's there's varying practice around Europe. Um, it also notes that there is a great degree of flexibility for teachers in terms of how they are um, delivering the curriculum and uh, what resources they're using. Now uh, on the other side, though, there are obstacles to the quality of teaching. Uh, uh, the quality of history teaching taking place. And those obstacles are things like the time that's allocated to it during the school day, a curriculum overload, time available to prepare for lessons. And, and one thing that which did jump out is actually the fact that Ireland is unusual in that history teachers are more reliant on giving notes to students, really, than many other countries. Um, so actually, no, you, giving notes to students is uh, a bigger resource than, for example, using a textbook even. Uh, would you believe? And um, and another issue that does jump out, and Ireland is not alone in this, mm-hmm. is the extent to which um, the end of school exams are dominating how uh, teaching is taking place. So the Council of Europe report says there's a lot of teaching to the test taking place in these countries that have high stakes exams. And that's even though teachers put more value on at developing critical thinking skills and the least value on rote learning, it actually finds that Exams like the Leaving Cert are, in fact, pressurizing teachers to emphasize memorizing facts to Mm. pass the exam. And it's not leaving the space for those other kind of activities or or methods uh, for for developing critical thinking skills. And it says because the grades of students can um, often impact on teachers' performance evaluation, well, then the teachers are more pressurized to do this teaching to the test. So um, that's really the big picture. So it's, it's it's a mixed bag. It's certainly... It's very prominent in the curriculum, but there are certainly issues like mm. crowded curriculum and exam pressures that are affecting the quality of history teaching. Uh, it is 22 years, uh, Carl, since I sat uh, down for the Leaving Cert History exam, which then was just five long essays. Is it still the same exam? It's changed. It has changed, to be fair. You know, there's more, there's project work involved. So, like, you, you will have already gained a proportion of your marks nowadays before you sit in the exam hall. But um, notwithstanding that, you know, it is still very much, I think, a memory test. You know, a lot of the, the, the number of students who do history at the junior cycle falls off a cliff when we come into senior cycle. 
And I think one of the reasons for that is that there was a huge amount of work uh, and a huge amount of ground to be covered. Mm. And students do a simple calculation, I think. They see that if I study history, I could probably study two subjects for the amount of time that it takes just to study history. So it's not that popular at second level. And, and notwithstanding this big emphasis on kind of critical thinking and all of that, uh, there is inevitably a large amount of just memorization involved in and, and regurgitation. And, uh, and that's, you know, despite this emphasis of trying to promote what they describe as higher order thinking skills. But it should be said, though, you know, yeah. you will get the good grades if you do show evidence of critical thinking. That's, that's, what, that's really what uh, sets the, the top students mm. apart. From the, the rest, so 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 there should be an emphasis on that certainly in the exams. The the the, the Council of Europe this um, report today they scored countries on on how they uh, teach history, what 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 sources they rely on, for example. And, and most of them actually, because I went through the, the the report myself. I mean, most countries it's a similar pattern. There's a, there's a, a, a reliance on textbooks and notes handed out, as you say. There's very little reliance in most countries, I think they say, on video games and apps, uh, which I think maybe is understandable at this point. Uh, in time, they're, they're sending them out to play Call of Duty, maybe to learn about World War II. We're, we're not quite there yet, perish the thought. Um, uh, what was interesting, I thought, was that Ireland scored relatively poorly when it came to um, infusing kind of uh, local history and tradition in, in, into teaching. And I just wonder, you know, in terms of making a subject relatable, are we missing a trick there? You know what I mean? Because it, it, it makes the abstract tangible when you can look outside and say, you know what I mean? Uh, like, you know, uh, just a, an example from my own part of the world. If somebody says, you know, the courthouse there in Kilkenny, that was Grace's castle. And that was Robert de Groot. Robert the Fat came over, one of the Normans, first Normans to step off the boat in Bag and Bun. And every Grace in this part of the world can trace their lineage back to that man. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of this comes down to individual teachers and there's plenty of teachers who are really passionate about the subject and do encourage local history. And there are elements and it is changing. For example, at the junior cycle now, students are encouraged to do projects very much based on their local area. And uh, they do projects at senior cycle too. It doesn't have to be uh, local as such. So there are measures to kind of head in that direction. But uh, I, I think you're right. You know, traditionally, it's very much been seen as, you know, covering the, these huge swathes of, of, of history without that, um, you know, time and space to kind of dwell on how this uh, connects locally. And you're right, that's where history becomes most engaging when students can relate what they're learning to what's in their locality. And, and there's no doubt I've seen that as well with, with, with students when they're producing their uh, projects around these issues. You know, they are most proud of you know, the people they've interviewed locally, the primary sources they've consulted, you know, mm. things that they've learned about. And of course, what they love is that uh, then, you know, you've learned it yourself, but you can also, you know, um, inform and educate all of your neighbours and family and friends, whether they want to know it or not. Oh, Carl, you can become a real bore about these things. My son, my son has a, a bronze, age, bronze Age exam uh, in school yesterday and they learned that they, uh, Bronze Age people in Ireland hunted hare, deer, birds and rabbits. And he looked at me uh, utterly bemused when I told him that the Normans introduced rabbits into Ireland, that they're an invasive species. And do you know what he did, Carl? He ignored mm. me. He absolutely ignored me and he wrote down rabbits as one of his answers. So anyway. Well, that's, that's, that's prerogative of that, that is, uh, Yeah, well, parents. it's probably good, good advice to listen to what his teacher says and not what his dad says at home, I think. <laughs> uh, listen, Carl, thanks a million for joining us and talking us through that. Carl O'Brien 
is education editor with the Irish Times. We're going to speak to two uh, people with strong views and, and to a degree they've got a stake in all of this a little bit later. Rona McGreevy, who's Carl's colleague at the Irish Times, but he's a historian as well, author of uh, several books, history books, and Aon O'Reardon, who is Labour spokesperson in education and a former principal and teacher as well. Uh, Eamon and Cork says, as important as history is, what should be mandatory school subject is social media with a strong focus on identifying fake media and disinformation. And it needs to be an exam level subject. Eamon, today is a good day to bring that up. A certain fake story that sent out a lot of uh, waves throughout uh, the world here uh, yesterday evening. It turns out to have been completely made up. Mike says, I refuse to attend class or take the obligatory history exam in 1990 for my intercert. Did anyone else skip it too? I've often wondered. I taught myself Italian instead. And now I only read history. Mike, that is interesting. Thank you for the uh, text. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.